we can often get so caught up in those numbers seeing the traffic it feels good it feels really good it feels like we're getting traction but if those people aren't our ideal customers then there's really much point getting them we'd rather share the right content that's aligned with what we're selling than content that we are just putting out there to get that traffic welcome to imperfect action i'm steph taylor For years, I read all the books, downloaded all the freebies, and did all the courses. But it wasn't until I started taking Imperfect Action that my business had its first million-dollar year. Imperfect Action is about doing things before you're ready, prioritizing consistent action over perfect action, and moving forward, even when you're not sure you're doing it right. On this show, you can expect mindset advice, actionable marketing tips, and strategies to build a business that brings you more profit, more freedom, and even more joy. Are you on the list to get my daily biz boosters? Every day, I'll send you a bite-sized prompt designed to help you grow your business in a more intentional way. Sign up at stephtaylor.co forward slash DBB or at the link in the show notes. Hey, welcome to Imperfect Action. This is episode 571. Today's episode is a live coaching call with one of my Launch Magic students who is really struggling at the moment to come up with free content topics in the lead up to her online course launch without creating content that gives away everything that's inside her paid product. She's really struggling to find that sweet spot between being helpful and delivering enough value and giving everything away for free and accidentally not helping her audience by giving everything away for free. So I'm really excited to share this episode with you because I know this is something that many of you struggle with. It's really tricky to come up with those free content ideas in the lead up to any kind of launch or even when you aren't launching, but you're simply creating free content that sells your services or sells your products. There's a really fine line between what to include in the product and what to give away for free. And today when I'm coaching Lou, you'll start to see the kind of content that we want to give away for free and see how it's not just about selling the product, but we're actually selling them on the solution. And this will start to make sense as you understand what Lou's topics are and how um, how she can achieve this in her business. And you'll understand how you can apply this to your business. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Welcome, Lou. I'm very excited to have you here. Now, for our listeners, obviously, I'm I'm familiar with what you do and what you're launching, but would you please explain um, what you're doing and what the course that you are launching is before we jump into your challenge? Yeah. Okay. So my name's Lou and I'm a kitchen coach. I'm a mama now. And before that, I was a salad slinger around the Sydney CBD. So I used to deliver healthy, amazing, homemade with love lunches around the city. And I stopped that and then I started teaching people how to do this because I found a way to hack the system, I guess, and create meals that were delicious and simple to make without needing to rely on a recipe and rely on someone else's flavor combinations to tell me how to cook for myself. So my new program is called Fig Jam, which you get the acronym or you don't. You can go Google that one. (laughs) 
Um, and I give you the confidence to be an amazing cook. So you can whip up meals without needing a recipe. And um, I teach you basic cooking methods, which I believe everyone is chronically lacking. We just weren't taught how to do this. Um, so once you, you know, you master the method and you can ditch the recipe. That's it mm-hmm. in a nutshell. And your biggest challenge, I suppose, or what you reached out to me with was that people are wanting free recipes from you. And that's traditionally what you have given them, right? As your free content. But now leading up to this launch of Fig Jam, which I actually don't know what the acronym is. And I'm I'm definitely going to go and Google it after, (laughs) after we stop recording. Uh, but in the lead up to the launch of Fig Jam, you, are finding that you obviously need to be sharing different content and you don't know what to share without giving it all away. Is that roughly your challenge in a nutshell? That's correct. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going through this and I just want to like, you know, I'm telling them what their problem is and their symptoms. And then I'm like, I just want to give them like a little bit, like, I just want to like, here you go, have a recipe just so I can keep you on my side almost. <laughs> so when you're telling them what their problem is, what kind of content are you sharing to do that? Like what topics have you said or have you got some examples? Uh, so I did a 10 reasons why your recipe rut isn't a recipe rut and the reason behind it. Um, I did 10 reasons why your meals suck. I don't know if that number is right, but like reasons why your meals suck. So that one's a bit... I guess, confronting. Maybe I could have used better language in that, but it is also the way that I speak. I'm very straightforward with, there's no point beating around the bush. Um, I've done one that's six habits of home cooks. Um, So it was more of like what a home cook would look like and, you know, themes that common home cooks or home cooks have in common. Um, they're the three that I can think of off the top of my head. Or I just actually, one more that I did was about, I don't have time, the excuse I don't have time and how it's costing you a whole bunch of money. Mm, And how have these pieces of content been received so far? Um, well, as far as I know, I'm hearing crickets and this could be a combination of a few things. But also they might be sitting there just not saying anything going, oh, whoa, <laughs> you know, but it's exactly. one of those, I like to receive. I usually have one uh, friend who was also a client that I took from burning water all the way to whipping up recipes without needing to do anything. Um, and she will always reply when it lands like, oh my God, that was amazing. So I'm not even hearing from her, but maybe she's busy. But what I think is... um still finding trouble communicating this like on social media um, rather than, I guess, long-form YouTube style, which is what I'm doing. Does that make sense? Like having it land on social media in punchy, shorter pieces. Yeah. Well, I mean, those those kinds of listicle formats are so easy to do on social media because instead of recording a long-form YouTube video, it's literally you just pointing at different bubbles, right? You can do it that way, short form. You can turn those YouTube videos into IGTV videos. But I, um, I really want to, I, I want to touch on what you said just before about how you like to give them a recipe out now and then just to keep them sort of on that list and keep them consuming your content. 
why do you feel like you need to do that? I know obviously they've worked for you in the past, but why do you feel like that's something that's going to help your audience in the lead up to your launch? It's a very interesting question. And I've been asking myself the same thing every time. Like, oh, I just got to like send them a recipe and maybe they're getting a bit ruffled by me, you know, speaking the truth or it's not landing right. You know, I, I feel like I'm so far um, advan- advanced. Like I'm not in my customer's problem anymore. So I'm overlooking so many things that I could just be speaking too many steps ahead where they need phase one. Is that what, that what's their sense? problem then? What's the problem that they are experiencing? Their problem is they struggle with time and their I don't have time excuse uh, gets in the way of them being able to cook. So they find, go to find recipes and then they feel like they're always cooking the same thing. Um, and they feel like they're in a recipe rut. But really the real problem <laughs> is that they just, they don't have basic skills to cook. Yeah. And that's, that's your education piece, right? You're educating them. Hey, it's not actually the problem that you don't have time. It's that you don't have the skills to just whip up a meal with what you've got in the fridge. The problem is it doesn't sound like you you could give them all of the free recipes in the world. They think that's going to solve the problem, but you're actually, you're doing them a disservice because you're moving them further away from the solution. It's, it's like saying, on one hand, you're saying like, oh, you don't need a recipe. You can save time by just whipping something up with basic kitchen skills and what's in the fridge. But then on the other hand, you're like, oh, but here, have a free recipe. I know. You're contradicting yourself with those two things. And the problem is that the, those free recipes, as they're going to just keep collecting them. And the more free recipes that they have, the more overwhelmed they're going to feel. The longer it's actually going to take them to choose what to cook for dinner, what to cook this week. And they're probably going to end up ordering Uber Eats or something. I know. And you're totally right. And I even say this, if you Google green goddess dressing, there's 3 million search results that come up. Wow. You can't even cook that in however many lifetimes you have. So I get it. I get it. Maybe I just, it's the keep on saying it thing. And I'm really, you're shifting my mindset from this, giving them recipes, even though I'm saying like, I'm like, here's a recipe, but also I don't totally believe in recipes. So it it is, it's very contradictory. Mm, um, I, I know. Yeah. I know you think like it might be quite confronting for them to hear these things. Like you don't actually, you, you telling yourself that you don't have enough time isn't true. Like they, they might be really confronted by that because it is, the truth is confronting. And what it might do is you might actually, yeah, you might lose a few followers. You might lose a few subscribers. But if somebody is confronted by that, they were probably never going to buy from you in the first place. They were never going to buy your course because all they want is free recipes and that's just why they were following you. Yeah, totally. It's like uh, the friend that you have that um, you can't lie to about the dodgy boyfriend or the dodgy this that's going on because they'll just be like, hey. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Doing? Exactly. And because you're so straightforward, like some, not that's not going to resonate with everybody. but. It's going to resonate with the right people. And we don't need everybody to sign up for your course. Yeah. Uh, and, and the other thing is, like, you, I know you mentioned this as well. There are a lot of people out there sharing free recipes online. There's no shortage. There's Pinterest. There's all of the other recipe accounts. 
let them all share the free recipes. How you can stand out is by not sharing the recipes. That might be your point of difference. It might be talking about how the free recipes are actually hurting them. Yeah, that's a good point. And maybe even a piece of content around that could be your story around why you used to share free recipes because you thought that was helping them. And then you came to realize that the best way you could help them was to give them the skills to do it themselves without needing a recipe. I love that. Yeah. It's one of those moments. It's like, why haven't I thought of that? (laughs) And that's, that could even become the story behind why you created your course. It could even become the story about why you do what you do. Because you've realized like there's all these busy people out there who they're ordering Uber Eats while they've got a bunch of celery going off in the back of their fridge because they've spent too long looking for a recipe to use what's in their fridge and they still haven't found a recipe, so they've just gone for takeaways. How does that all feel? What's coming up? Well, you just nailed it, but (laughs) well done. Um, One thing that I'm thinking of is this whole thing of like give them – what is it? Give them what they want to then give them what they need, which I guess is advice that's been given to me over and over again. Maybe it's just the way that I've positioned my business. You know, you look at, you think, oh, I'm a recipe creator. I'm a food person. So I'm looking sideways on a people who's done it before, but I can't quite do that because they're relying on different things, right? Like a free recipe website is um, they're getting ad traffic and ad dollars that that type of thing so I'm not really in that same line but yeah I think I've always been approaching this from well I'll just get you in with a bunch of recipes thinking that you're going to learn a recipe here's seven recipes to learn of me and then when you get in I'll be like gotcha Uh, (laughs) we're not doing that we're doing this but so how does that fall into it because that is a big kind of marketing thing speak speak to them how you know their pain points and and the thing is that that person who's looking for those free recipes, it might turn out that they're not your ideal customer for this course. <laughs> they might be somebody who is just looking for free recipes. They might not ever have any intention of learning how to whip up meals without recipes. Yeah. Okay. I'll just put that bit of, <sighs> bit of knowledge to the side. For the and there's, look, there's nothing wrong with having a few re- free recipes on your website. But I do, I do suspect that it might be attracting those wrong people. And we, we all do it, right? We all, we've all at some point, we've all at some point hung on to a piece of content or a lead magnet or something because it's generated a lot of traffic. It's generated a lot of interest. Maybe a lot of people have followed us from it. I used to have, um, I used to have this blog post on how to create an Instagram puzzle feed. Like it's one of those like all pretty Instagram grids from like a few years ago. And it, is so far removed from what I currently do. But for so long, I didn't want to get rid of that because it was generating all of these leads. It was getting lots of people to my website, but they weren't the right people. Most of them weren't even business owners. And it got to the point where I was realizing, oh, I'm getting all of these free people, these people onto my email list for free, a lot of them, but I'm actually having to pay to keep a lot of people on my email list who are never going to ever buy from me ever. And we can often get so caught up in those numbers 
seeing the traffic, it feels good. It feels really good. It feels like we're getting traction. But if those people aren't our ideal customers, then there's really not much point getting them. We'd rather share the right content that's aligned with what we're selling than content that we are just putting out there to get that traffic. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, because they could buy in and then you're getting refunds or you have disgruntled customers that are giving you bad reviews. And it's another reason. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you were, for example, trying to sell them what they want, you're like, Oh, here's my course. Learn how to cook all these recipes. And then they join and you're like, haha, like, no, you're actually going to learn how to cook without a recipe. That's not quite what they were signing up for. But the whole point of your content in the lead up to your launch and lead up to doors open is that you're sharing content, showing them why it's important that they learn how to cook without a recipe so that when you open doors to your course and you're like, hey, here's how you can learn how to cook without a recipe, they already know why they need that. Yeah, absolutely. And just so I wouldn't ever say like, I'm going to give you seven recipes and then say, no, I know it. That was a dramatic <laughs> I've had another version of this course before and it was like very much like we are cooking with that. I will get you to the point where you can cook without a recipe. Um, I guess this brings up maybe it's also, it is an audience issue. So from my catering days, um, which I haven't worked a lot, I haven't worked on my audience in this time. I've kind of been in no man's land. Um, they were Their problem was just just feed me. You know, my problem, I just want to be fed by you. So, yeah, I guess those people, I can see the difference. But so I emailed my list and I asked them three questions. What do you want from me? Do you want time, time hacks in the kitchen or do you want to, do you want advice on how to be able to whip up a recipe? And it was, it was a small response on their website on my email, but it was whip up a recipe. And then I did that on Instagram. And it was a below the charts of time hacks. So interesting. And interesting. what's so the your email list are the people who were your catering customers, and then Instagram's the people who follow you for the recipes, right? Um, well, it's a bit of both. I don't know who it was because the survey was anonymous, and I didn't get a lot. I got three responses. Let me be honest there. Okay. But um, so very very small. <laughs> um, but they I I don't know they could be. I don't know who responded, but yeah, the email would have been more catering clients, but it has been a while. Like that was 2019. So how they're getting there, I guess it would be from Instagram though, because that would be my main channel. Sign up to something free, come onto the email list. But it was very interesting. How many responses did you get on Instagram? Uh, 20, 30. And so they, most of them said time hacks. Yeah. So I would give them time hacks. It sounds like more people want the time hacks than um, the whip up a recipe. So they then you're giving them what they want, time hacks. Great. Well, actually, one of the time hacks is to learn how to cook without a recipe. Yeah. That's the biggest time hack of all. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Not a gotcha, though. Not a gotcha. Not a gotcha. It's shifting, it's shifting their perspective because right now they think – they need time hacks. They're like, cool, I've got my recipes. All I need now is to learn how to cook them faster. And you're showing them, well, actually, the quickest way is to let go of that recipe and cook with the skills you've got, the ingredients you've got, you know, what what you've already got, rather than being so rigidly stuck to this recipe that's taking you so much longer. 
Yes. And that's, that's going to be your big, that's going to be your biggest challenge. And the whole purpose of your content in the lead up is showing them what's going to save you time is ditching the recipe. Yeah. And then you can segue into that beautifully with your story of how you used to give out all these free recipes. And yet the people you were giving the recipes to still didn't have the time to cook them. And you realized that you would, you weren't, um, e- even though the recipes you were giving were simple and fairly easy to do, you were doing them a disservice because it was taking them longer because they were overwhelmed. They had too many recipes to choose from, et cetera. They needed to go to the supermarket just to buy the ingredients for this one recipe, et cetera, et cetera. And then you realized the best way that you could help people to save time in the kitchen is to train them with the skills to whip up a meal without a recipe. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking now, because I've done the outline of this time hacks guide, um, and I haven't, I've given other processes, but I haven't even included as one of them, I don't believe you got to cook without a recipe. That sounds so funny, doesn't it? Wow. I got to look at my notes. But um, I don't think, not in as blatantly obvious way. I think a lot of the time when we're selling something, like particularly if it's a course or some other kind of digital product, we forget that we're not just selling the course. We also are selling the method, the solution. Like in your audience's case, the problem is they don't have enough time to cook recipes. The transformation that you're giving them in their course, in, in the course, is that they can just whip up recipes really quickly and easily and they stop buying takeaways and all of the ripple effects and the solution there is ditching the recipe but you you need to sell them on ditching the recipe before you can sell your course yeah what's coming up i can see you're thinking there's just so much to think about like you think i'm just really good at this and i want to help people and i have a great story and i can do this and then you get to the marketing and it's just like <laughs> yes <laughs> it's so much thinking and uh, yeah i come from the days of 2019 where you could just say here's my thing buy it which you couldn't really do it back then but it, it did it worked to an extent to, that i had capacity to do it in so i was happy i was like this is working this is great and now it's 22 it's like oh that doesn't work anymore yeah um it's just it's really interesting i'm just learning so much from you so thank you very much oh you're very welcome and like honestly like the, it's easier this this method is easier than changing your course completely because the other option would then be to give them what they want. Great. Here's a course on how to save time in the kitchen, but that's probably not going to be as effective as what you're delivering with fig jam as it currently is. Yeah. Well, it's not, it, it keeps them in that disempowered place, which is the worst spot to be in with food to something that's so natural. The fact that we can't feed ourselves or, we're uninspired to feed ourselves. It just, it blows my mind. And I've been there, so I, I know the struggle. But um, yeah, I just wish for everyone on planet Earth to not have this, this problem. But I'll start with my audience who doesn't have time. Excellent. <laughs> Is there anything else I can help you with? Or do you have any other follow-on questions from what we've spoke about, Lou? I've probably got 20, but I can't think of them right now. I feel like my brain is full. I need to go change everything. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't need to change everything. Just remember like when you're going through and creating that content and editing any content you've already created, is this supporting my key message that ditching the recipe is how you're going to save time with your cooking or whatever you choose that key message to be eventually. But I think it's going to be something like that. Yeah. I'm just thinking of how this fits into the time, like the time hacks. That's what I'm thinking. How do I change it? I haven't started marketing yet, but it's quite, it's kind of complete. Um, yeah, I need to think about that. Mm, but it should be fairly, hopefully it should be fairly easy to tweak that. Like one of the hacks then becomes, this is how you, the biggest way to save time, ditch the recipes. Or, you know, another, another time hack might be like, stop looking for recipes. How much time are you spending looking for new recipes? Things like that. Those could all become time hacks. And it might be that what was what 10 time hacks becomes 15 time hacks. That's okay as well. Yeah. That's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) And and really, maybe even with the time hacks, really drawing attention to where they are wasting time by being so rigid with following the recipes. And maybe also where they're wasting money by being so rigid with following recipes. When when eggplant is $20 a kilo, they're like, oh, wow, this meal is actually costing me more than it would if I was to buy Uber Eats tonight. And yeah. showing them, hey, like you're spending so much more money by being rigidly, by rigidly following this recipe. And that's where it's really useful to have these skills to whip up your meals without a recipe. Yeah. You've got this, Lou. (laughs) You've got it. You might need to make a few changes, but it's not, it's not unfixable. You're not so far along that you can't change anything or fix anything. And I suspect that your audience will be a lot better off from helping them this way rather than giving them the things that might actually be sending them in the wrong direction. Yeah. I have to go scoop them all back in. No, I don't know that, but I need to, yeah, more, more marketing of what I've done and yeah, communicating this real problem. <laughs> no, you've, you've got it. Thank you so much, Lou. You've been an absolute pleasure to brainstorm with today. Mm-hmm.